You're listening to Youth and Loud, the show that's the show that's quiet about the trivial things, but loud about the important things. We discuss all issues relevant to youth. If you'd like to find out more about the show or have a topic idea, check us out on Facebook and give us a shout by searching Youth and Loud. On this episode, we chat to Noah Yang, the founder of Mobilize, which aims to bring about change to those less fortunate in Australia. They do this by providing practical assistance like food, clothing, and sanitary items, and by giving people on the streets the opportunity to tell their stories through videos. Noah, welcome to Youth and Loud. <clears throat> Thanks so much for joining us on the show today. What initially inspired you to um, start Mobilize, Noah? So I've always been interested in making a difference. I've always thought that, you know, we have enough resources in the world to all contribute and do our own thing. So I was always looking at how I could personally get involved. But I remember a distinct moment when I was traveling in England uh, a couple of years ago. I was on a one of those big red double-decker buses in Oxford Street. Right. And as I sat on it, we were just parked up at a light. And then I looked to my side and, you know, Oxford Street's a place full of prosperity, it's really wealthy, Um, and there was just a man sitting on the side of the road, and he was homeless, and he was just asking anyone for any sort of assistance, but even all the children were walking past him and laughing, the families couldn't even give him a look, and everyone had just kind of forgotten that he was there, even though he was a person like you and me, Mm. as I sat there, I kind of thought, you know, if that's happening over here, in a place full of such wealth, I wonder what's going on at home. But that was a moment where I thought I'd start exploring the issue and kind of see how I could make a difference. Yeah. So how, I guess, um, how did you get from that moment and from that experience to where you are now with um, Mobilize? And what what's that process, I guess, uh, been like for you? I guess the main thing about Mobilize was we've always been interested in seeing how we can help, seeing how we can make a difference. But we've always been inquisitive and curious. So we've never gone out and said, kind of, this is the plan, this is what we're going to do. For me, it started out with a simple question. In a country as prosperous as Australia, how can we make a difference? And so I asked that to my friend. Um, we called out Baker's Delight, and they gave us three or four really big bags of bread, and we kind of just sat on the street with people and just asked them, you know, what's going on? Why are you homeless? How can we help? And kind of, what is it like being out here? And as they started to speak to us, we got more ideas. They said, you know, it's not food or money that we actually need. It's respect and dignity. There's someone who's always stuck in my mind and said, essentially, he felt like a lamppost. People were walking past him all the time and he didn't feel like a human. And I was like, well, that really sucks, you know, but also it's not that difficult. Even though we're students, we have time. We've got the ability to help out. So I just put out a Facebook message and I was like, I'm going to probably do this again because I loved it. And I think there's more questions to be asked. And if anyone's interested in coming out and donating some goods for us to give, please let me know. And then kind of a big group of people were like, actually, we don't want to donate. We want to come out with you and kind of investigate this issue further. And so I took a few of my close friends out. And I realized that not only have we made a difference, but also that everyone on the street who'd come with us have really learned a lot. And they were now inspired to make a change. So I was like, from that day, if my close friends are interested, there must be other groups also interested. And that was kind of the formation of Mobilize. Mm-hmm. And so from there, we've just done monthly outreaches and obviously we've developed and evolved to the where we are today. Yeah. Um, so, Noel, can you talk a bit about uh, the overall mission of uh, Mobilize and what, what some of the project um, initiatives that you guys do? So, I guess the primary tagline is it's a 
it's under uniting the youth of Australia to develop solutions for those experiencing homelessness and marginalisation. So we know we don't have all the answers, but we want to be there and walk with people who are suffering it tough. And we've also realised that people our age particularly are really socially conscious but also connected. However, often they're not really sure how they can help out and make a difference. And so Mobilise wants to become that platform for everyone. In terms of the projects that we're involved in, uh, firstly, we do monthly outreaches. So that's in both Melbourne and Sydney now. We're looking to continue growing, but we've got those every single month in Melbourne and Sydney. Um, anyone's able to get involved and reach out. We provide the care packages. They've got um, toiletries, food, hygiene, and obviously clothes and blankets. We provide those. And it's as simple as coming out and just going out in small teams, sitting with those people in need, being that you know shoulder to speak to, but also just reminding people that we care. You know, not mm. everyone's kind of just going to walk past them. We want to show we care. Yeah. Obviously, the care packages give functional help as well. So that's our monthly outreach. Along with that, we kind of want to show a different side of homelessness. Um, I think there's a big stereotype at the moment that everyone who's homeless is kind of an old man holding a brown paper paper bag and drinking alcohol and he's there because he was a drug addict or he screwed his own life up. Um, we know that's not true from what we've seen. The stats also tell us it's not true. But changing that in people's minds is quite difficult. So we do, we release videos kind of like Humans of New York style, giving people the opportunity to speak and also just giving a voice to the voiceless. So last year we didn't do a lot of that as we were building our outreaches. The first year we did. Um, we've now got a new team developing that and that's kind of an avenue we're going to pursue this year further and then finally we want to become a banner where people can get involved and contribute so at the moment we're playing with ideas of i'm kind of doing donation drives we've run fundraisers in the past potentially we're going to have like parties or park events where people can get involved and kind of in a really casual setting contribute what they want but also learn about what we do so we want to become a really community-based organization beautiful yeah um so noel can you Tell me about uh, some of the experiences or some of the interactions that you've had with uh, some of the people that you've met um, on the street and what are some of the things which have really stood out to you? Yeah, so there's a few stories and kind of I think each of them kind of tie into the stereotypes that we've been talking about. So a few stereotypes we have are kind of it's only old men on the street who are homeless, kind of the people who are there are lazy and don't want to work. And also, we can't really help the people out there because they've got themselves in that situation. So I can give you a few examples of people I've met. Uh, first lady, um, she was a lecturer at Melbourne University, one of the best universities in our country. You know, She was 55, 60. Um, unfortunately, things had gone wrong with her husband, so she was left living in her car. Someone then stole her car and torched her car and all her possessions inside it. That was passports, wallets, phones. And she now had no ability to get out of that situation. So she was left sleeping in Melbourne Central. She had no ability to kind of find a new house because she had no identification or money. She had no ability to call anyone. And she didn't have any possessions at all. So this was a smart lady who was kind of left there because of a situation. And it was completely out of her control. She wasn't mm. on substances. She had no mental health issues as far as we could see. Yeah. But it was just a contact situation. Mm. Um, another one, kind of, we met a guy, I remember... And he was sitting there on the side of the street. He was really depressed and I wasn't sure what had gone on. And I asked him and he's like, last week someone had stolen his guitar. And for him, he'd been busking for his income for a long time. He'd been homeless for 15 or 20 years, but he was comfortable with that situation because he used to busk every day and he used to make his own money. And he was self-sufficient. He was independent and he didn't rely on anyone. And he wasn't asking for handouts. All he wanted was the avenue to write his own destiny, really. 
And so people are always like, these people out here are lazy. No, he wanted to do that. It's just someone had taken it out of his hand. And then probably like the last one that really stood out to me was last year um, on Australia Day, we had an outreach. And I remember someone tapped me on the shoulder as we were actually speaking to another group of people and he had tears in his eyes. And I wasn't sure kind of what had gone on. And he gave me a big hug and he was crying. And I was like, what's up, man? He's like, I don't know if you remember this, but last month or a couple of months ago, I was sitting on a train and you guys spoke to him. And so a few of us had just spoken to a guy back on the train. We had a few care packages left. And it was obviously affected with drugs. Um, and we just sat with him and everyone was kind of avoiding him because he was being loud and kind of a bit scary. Mm. But we just sat with him and just said, you know, I hope you have a good day, man. But we were all hyped up from that. And then he came back to me. And the reason I didn't recognize him was he got so chubby because he'd actually got off heroin and he'd started eating well again. Mm. And he used to be really gaunt and skinny. And he said, the reason I did that was you guys were the first people to show me in so long that someone actually cared and I have something more to live for. Mm. And we did nothing. All we did was just sit with him and have a chat. But yeah. that's when we started to really realize that a simple conversation truly can change life. Mm. So there are a few of the different examples of that. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. Good on you guys. That's good. What's the response or feedback uh, been like um, from the people that you've helped so far? And you mentioned a few things there, um, but have you gotten any further response or feedback uh, from people about uh, Mobilize? So we, we know, you know, not everyone needs or wants our help on the street. Um, some people are self-sufficient. Some people are out there not by choice and they kind of don't want to be looked down upon. But kind of if we're helping them, they think, you know, you're looking down on me, you're judging me. Some people are ashamed or disappointed with their situation. We understand that. And in those times, we'll give them a care package if they want and we'll move on. But the vast majority of people that we meet are actually really open and receptive to it. They haven't had a lot of people who speak conversations to them. And I think once they realise that we get down with them and they know there's no hidden motives, there's no agenda, we're not trying to sell them anything, we're not trying to put them into any type of program, all we want to literally do is just give our time and just get to chat and get to know them. And once I realise that, you know, some of the best conversations I've ever had, I know a lot of my team share this, is out on the streets with people, with strangers, but where there's no barriers mm-hmm. and we are who we're meant to be. And they've told us, the people out there, that these have been some of the best um, areas for learning, but also just reminders that people care. And so, yeah, as I said before, a conversation truly can change the life. But I encourage everyone out there whether it's for people on the streets or anyone that they just meet who might be a little bit down. You don't realise how important it can be. Yeah. Um, so I was going to ask, Noel, what are, what are some basic or simple things that anybody can do um, every day just to show a bit of support or to show uh, a bit of help to people on the streets or people uh, in, in need? There's a lot. Um, but I've realised that often a lot of the people on the street just need money to get housing, just to get food, to be able to have a shower, these basic needs that we don't often think of. So your money is going to help them out. And secondly, if you don't have money to give, I think it's something as simple as just going down and you don't need to have a chat, just saying day. Instead of walking with your head down and kind of, you know, ignoring the problem, just give a smile to someone and say, hey, I hope you have a good day. If 5,000 people walk past you, that one thing might be the thing that changes your momentum, it changes mm. your day and it's a reminder. It's not a lot, but... You know, a smile, a simple word, even just a glance in the direction. These are things that can change lives up. Yeah. So I guess um, uh, a part of it, Noel, would you say, is treating uh, people on the street or 
treating people who are less fortunate as equal and just treating them like uh, other human beings and showing that sense of uh, respect, I guess, and just doing that in itself can can make a difference in someone's life. Yeah, correct. The, the tagline we've uh, kind of thought up is people are homeless, not hopeless. I think we kind of just think the people in the streets, they're homeless. We can't do anything to help them, and so we just walk on and continue on with our day. We just have to remind, remember that these are people too. They've got feelings, they've got emotions, mm. they've got families, hopes and dreams. Yeah. It hurts having people just walk past you and not respect you. Mm. But we can change the tide. That's the really exciting thing. Yeah. We can do that just by doing the simple little things. If all of us do the little things, suddenly it leads to big change. Yeah. And what um, uh, what would you say, Noah, is uh, one of the biggest uh, concerns uh, for people who are on the street or who are homeless, what's one of the biggest concerns that they have? Look, the common sense one is always going to be safety. Things that we don't even think about, such as if these people, all of their possessions are in a bag on the side of the street, they can't go to the bathroom. They can't go to the shower. Because if they go to the shower, people are going to steal their clothes, their blankets, their phones. Um, we've heard situations of authorities taking their clothes away because they're being eyesores on the streets. So if they want to do something as simple as go and buy some McDonald's, they have to get someone to buy it who might steal their money, or they have to go and risk it and leave all their stuff outside. Mm. That's something we would never consider. Along with that, most of the people on the streets are sleeping during the day because they cannot sleep at night. So their hours are from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. or something, they're going to sleep. With hundreds of people walking past and kicking them, people laughing at them, the sun being bright. And at night, they have to walk around because if they fall asleep, someone's going to steal their stuff, attack them. Um, there's young girls on the streets. You never really can think about kind of what that terror would really be like. Mm. Um, so, Noel, do you think that uh, anything needs to change in Australian society when it comes to supporting and assisting people who experience homelessness? Look, there's many things that um, we'd love to change, and I think over time they will change. But I think the fundamental one that is most accessible and that low-lying fruit that we can grab is the education and awareness of the problem. I think too many people don't even think about homelessness as a problem. We forget that these are our brothers, our sisters. These are still someone's child. This is still someone's parent out there. They still have these feelings, you know. They're not just kind of animals or inhumane people out on the streets. We just need to be aware that these people are suffering and also know that we can help rather than just ignoring them and walking past it. If we all contribute that little bit, there will be change. So, yeah, kind of instead of looking past it, let's focus together and I think that we can make a difference. Where can someone go if they want to find more about uh, Mobilize or if they want to get uh, involved? What's the best way to connect with, with you guys? Yeah, sure. So we're on all the socials. Um, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. If you just at Operation Mobilize all the way through, you'll be able to find us simply through there. Reach out with us. We've got a team on the social media who will always be happy to reply to you, offer you more information. Um, we run monthly outreaches in Melbourne and Sydney, always open for anyone as well. So, uh, yeah, if you're even thinking about it or just want more information, please reach out. But, yeah, the Facebook and Instagram are at Operation Mobilize and then our name will just come up so you'll be able to find us and we'd love to hear from anyone yeah that that brings us to the end of this interview but is there anything else that you'd like to say or comment on before we finish oh look i just want to say you know as the youth we are definitely interconnected now you know we've got social media we've got the ability to communicate to people and spread a message so soon and we also know that we are all interested in making a difference kind of this is the world that we've been given and we've been blessed with and there's such opportunity and 
whatever it is, whether it's for homelessness or if you have your own passion, I just encourage everyone to get out there and give it a shot, to get involved, try and make a difference. Things become a lot easier once you get there and you will meet like-minded individuals. So I think we have an opportunity as well as an obligation to help those in need. So let's do it together. And yeah, if you're interested in Mobilize, feel free to reach out. We'd love to have you on board. If you're doing your own thing and you need any advice or information, happy to offer and share the resources we have with everyone out there as well. Yeah, beautiful. Um, so, Noel, thank you so much for coming on our Youth and Loud today. Um, it's been really cool to chat to you. Um, I think you're doing a great job, man, with Mobilize. It's an awesome idea, and without a doubt, it's making that difference in people's lives. So, yeah, good on you, man. Keep, keep, up, uh, keep up the good work. That brings us to an end of this episode of Youth and Loud. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Youth and Loud.